Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. I make this show for you, and I hope that you really enjoy it. I have a lot of people that ask me how they can support the show financially, and you can do that by heading over to patreon.com slash preacherboys. You're going to get access to exclusive content, including early releases of episodes. I've got a couple episodes right now that have been released at least a month early over on Patreon. You've got access to things like unique merch, depending on what tier you join, and you get access to some behind-the-scenes content that I'm posting within the group. So head over to patreon.com slash preacherboys and become a member over there today. Every single supporter helps make this show a little bit more possible, especially as I continue to add additional episodes and content every single week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. Trigger warning. This podcast contains descriptions of various abusive situations. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to the Preacher Boys Podcast, a podcast shedding light on decades of mental, physical, and sexual abuse within the independent fundamental Baptist movement. The testimonies shared on this podcast are told from the personal experience and perspective of the survivors. Not all legal outcomes are known or final. Any suspect is presumed innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. To find more information about the Preacher Boys podcast and upcoming documentary, visit PreacherBoysDoc.com or connect on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at PreacherBoysDoc. Now, here is your host... Eric Skwarzynski. I recently read aloud a letter from a predatory pastor here on the podcast. And the reason that I read that specific letter is that while we can talk about religious abuse as a concept, sometimes it's helpful to hear from the abuser's mouth themselves, to hear just how twisted and manipulative and disturbing these kind of messages can be. And on today's episode, I want to share a sermon clip from Ron Williams. Ron Williams was the founder of Hepzibah House. I've had his son on the podcast who has talked about some very horrific abuses that have happened within Hepzibah House. And Hepzibah House is a quote-unquote troubled teen home that permanently closed in 2020 after decades of allegations of abuse. These snippets come from a message that was preached by Ron Williams around 2003 in Northeast Ohio at a supporting church of Hepzibah House. This was sent in to me by a Preacher Boys listener and I really appreciate them sending this my way. Listen to this message, and I do want to issue an additional trigger warning. I know there's one at the top of the show, but the content in this sermon is extremely disturbing, and I want to let you guys know, if you're not in a place where you're ready to hear it, please be sure to come back and listen at a different time. But I want to share this clip from Ron Williams talking about child discipline. God gives children to parents, not to the welfare system. Now, therefore, Mom and Dad, I suggest that you correct them according to their emotional age, not according to their chronological age. You might have a child who's 15 years old who's acting like a 3-year-old. And I've discovered that a good sound thrashing really helps them to mature. 
very quickly, as a matter of fact. <laughs> it's amazing how they can learn self-control when you apply the right circumstances. Now, it's, all right, I'll follow this. When do I start? All right, now we're getting somewhere. You start when they're a baby. A baby! Put that hymn book down, Pastor. Don't you let them... All right, now just, just settle down. I love babies, just like you do. In fact, when God brought our babies in, <laughs> a baby, <laughs> praise the Lord, a baby. <laughs> then you discover real quick what a selfish little beast they are. <laughs> Doesn't take long. Their first words are not, Mama and Daddy and I love you. Their first words are, No. <laughs> Mine. That's their first vocabulary. You know, we have this emotional <laughs> dream that they're going to, I love you, Mommy and Daddy. That's not what they're going to say. They love themselves. They're selfish little beasts. And so we need to start when they're a baby. Picture this baby. You've got him. He just fed his most favorite food, his most favorite way, his most favorite quantity, his most favorite time of the day. He's been hugged, cuddled, burped, loved. New filter, new powder, new grease. You take him down to his most favorite bed, his most favorite nap time, his most favorite toy. He's down there going, oh boy, he's going to take a nap. I'm going to get some time to myself. So you go tiptoeing down the hallway, you know, and you're about 20 feet away when all of a sudden, ah, my baby! Someone stuck into his bedroom trying to cut his head off. He wouldn't scream like that unless someone was trying to kill him. I'm going to save my baby's life. So you dash down to the end of the hallway, about break your neck going into the bedroom, and he's pulled himself up and says, Hi, Mommy. Why, oh, you little liar. No one's trying to kill you. No, I just want you. <laughs> That's a good when you need to raise a little leg like this and go, Co-op! Now, it'll look like he's having an epileptic fit. And a stroke and heart attack and all these things rolled, but he will survive. Again, who runs this asylum? It had better not be a little 10, 20, or 30 pound child that runs this house. It had better be mom and daddy. What could you have done in the 1940s or 50s right there in the aisle of the grocery store? Yeah! Just pull him up out of that thing and pull down his britches and start letting him have it right there in the aisle. Now, while you're doing this, all of a sudden, around the other end of the aisle comes your nosy neighbor who doesn't even necessarily like you. What would your nosy neighbor have said in the 1940s or 1950s? Hit him again! <laughs> even lost pagan reprobate neighbors had the common sense to know, of course children need to be disciplined. Anybody knows that. But not anyone knows that anymore. And now it's a blessed remnant of God's people. But beloved, please, don't do this at Walmart. Don't do this in the grocery store. Don't do this on a parking lot. Please, I, I'm warning you. you. You're living in a hostile world. And if, 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 especially if you're found out to be a Bible-believing Christian, it's all over for you. You've got to do, you, you've got to obey this. I'm not saying, you've got to obey this. But you'd better be wise. Go down to the South 40, where there's that grove of trees. Or, or maybe you don't have a South 40. What if you lived in Philadelphia? You know those row houses out there? That, you know, you're a two-by-four wall from your neighbor. What do you do? Well, 
You need to be a little more creative, a little more imaginative. You know, lock the door, take the phone off the hook, go down to the coal cellar, turn the stereo up full blast, have groups singing. There's all kinds of things you can do if you just put your heart and mind to it. Because we've got to obey this, but we can't do this in public any longer. Because we live in a hostile world. All right, well, what do I use? All right, it says here you use the rod. Now, I've done some very exhaustive... Do you know what a rod is? It's a rod. <laughs> Very simple. It's like you used to probably stake up your tomato plants, you know. You, you fellows, you get a dowel rod from the, the hardware store. That's what it is. Have you ever heard of Grandma's Willow Switch? Oh, 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 oh. would that get your attention? <laughs> That's the idea. That's like that rod. It wouldn't do any permanent damage, but boy, would it get the attention of a, of a rebellious young heart. So you use the rod. <laughs> and now, what if your my children were naughty, very naughty. And in fact, I often told my if I got spanked like you, I'd obey. You know. In fact, I'm I'm surprised a couple of them are permanently deformed because <laughs> all the spankings they had to get. But let's say you got one of your child's really refractory and stubborn for a couple-week period. And boy, I mean, you've had to get after him. And now you've got this rainbow bottom. Well, don't despair. You know, he says here, Proverbs 20 and verse 30, the blueness of a wound cleanseth away evil. Some of our children, if you just press their flesh firmly with one finger, they'd get a bruise. That's how sensitive their flesh is. Other of my children, you could spank them into the next county and they'd never be bruised. You know, children are just different in, in their physiological responses to these things. So let's say you've got this stubborn, refractory spirit for a couple of weeks and now you've got this rainbow bottom. Well, that's when you need to pray that you not have to see a doctor. Or that you see a, a medical provider who's sympathetic to the Bible, sympathetic to our God and His Christ. Uh, because that's, that's important for you to know. And if you have a situation like that, I strongly suggest you call your man of God before you do anything. Because we, we live in such a hostile world that if it's once found out that you're a fundamental Bible-believing Christian, it, things would really go south really fast. So you need to be very wise in those situations. But it ought not to be our goal that that take place. That's my point here. So you get that across. Now, because God says to use a rod, you don't use feathers and rulers and pencils and nor do you use rubber hoses, two-by-fours, axe handles, two, for crying out loud. You're not trying to kill the kid. You're just trying to correct him. And if you have to wipe up the blood and call the ambulance when you're done, there's something wrong with you. Our objective is correction, not injury. So, and your target is his bottom, not his head, not his shoulders or his hands. God made a bullseye right there. That's, God made that. And that's what that's for, among other things. So you, that, that's, that's your target. Now, how often do I do this? Let's go back to our original passage in Proverbs 23. Notice here, in verses 13 and 14, the verb form, beat. That's in what we call a present tense idea. In other words, it, you do this as often as is necessary. And that's different for each child, because each child is different in their temperament and their disposition. They differ in their teachableness. Some are more stubborn and refractory than others. Some have more 
foolishness bound in their heart than others. Some of really like some of us welded in there, brother. <laughs> Get it out of there with a lot of diligent effort. For example, let's here's old dad. He's put in an 80-hour week. He's exhausted. So he gets home and he collapses on that old raggedy chair that fits him like a glove. He's, Honey, I can't even come to the table. Bring my meal to my chair. You know, he's just exhausted. And so he's eating his meal and he's sipping his iced tea and he's reading the sports page. Now, it's subliminal at first, but there's noises coming from the family room. But hope springs eternal in a tired father's heart. And that father reasons within his heart, they're just being kids. There's no problem. And so he continues to eat his meal, sip his iced tea, and read his sports page. But the decibel level rises in there. And an occasional shout and scream is heard. But hope springs eternal in a tired father's heart. And he continues to reason. They're just being, it's just normal play. There's no big deal. Until finally he hears a blood-curdling scream. And a piece of furniture breaking into pieces. Oh, for crying out loud, he goes in there slams his paper on the floor, spikes everything in sight. Comes back and says, boy, I'll take care of that for the next six weeks around here. Boy, are you dreaming. Because, <laughs> see, as soon as you left the room, you idiot, will you spit on me, will you kick me first? And, and, and recriminations are flying. <laughs> you might have to be back here and there in the next 30 seconds. You see, my friend, this business of child correction is hour by hour. Day by day. Week by week, month by month, year by year, you keep it up and keep it up and keep it up. <gasps> well, when do I get to quit? When they leave your home. <laughs> I know, that's, that's a tall order. But if you're not willing to do this, then please don't birth children. We already have too many Canaanites and Philistines in this world. So if you're not willing to do what God so plainly says, then please don't birth children. Because wouldn't it be awful if our children would populate prisons and act like the Canaanites and the Philistines? Philistines. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. I know that was a lot to take in, but I think it really shows the nature and mindset of a lot of these guys who are operating these trouble team facilities. Thank you so much for listening, and definitely be sure to head over to YouTube or to the podcast and listen to some interviews with survivors in light of this message that you just heard. Really appreciate you guys listening to the show. And as always, I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Preacher Boys podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, please leave a review on iTunes. And don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at Preacher Boys Doc. Additional information can always be found on PreacherBoysDoc.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.